Oh. Hello, hello, hello. It's the Derek Demise and Matthew McCarran podcast hour. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. This Jolly good. Tea time. Tea time. This reminds <laughs> me of like an old, like when they used to drink beer back in the day and it like wooden cups. It is. It's a beer stein. Beer stein. Yeah, it's a beer stein from, for Game of Thrones. So uh, for the, um, is this the camera? by the way, that's the camera right there. Yes, <laughs> it is. So uh, we are dads drinking tea on podcast. Cheers to that, dude. Yeah. Cheers to that. We realize how tame that looks. Okay, so. Like, let's podcast today. Yeah, let's podcast. What do you want to bring? Let's drink some tea. Yes, that's how you know you're a real dad is that when you're like, hey, dude, coming over for a podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you want to drink? Tea? <laughs> Coffee? <laughs> I'm just like, this is fuck. This is just, uh, I'm not going to say what I thought it was. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. it's, you know what? It's, yeah. it sucks. You know what? Fuck this shit. I, I quit. <laughs> fucking quit. Just kidding. It's no, called thank you. You know thank what that is? That's called a new reality, Derek. It's called a new reality. It yeah. fucking sucks. You go from being a hip-hop artist, stand-up comic, to drinking tea and podcasting. Yeah, yeah. With yeah. a middle-aged schmuck in his garage. As a matter of fact, thanks for bringing that up. Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, you know the typical rappers. Hey, check me out on Spotify, bro. Yes. But I'm going to post a new video on Demise Media explaining how, like, uh, happy I was to finally get my music distributed professionally. Fuck yes. Fuck yeah, man. Like, that... Well, SoundCloud is a game changer for everyone. SoundCloud. I mean, technically, everyone now is their own label, yes. producer, whatever, because SoundCloud is just like, hey, check it out. And Spotify. Well, here's the difference between those, which, from my point of view, I yeah. don't know. I don't really know too much. You just said it wherever you want. Okay, to thank it. you. But, like, like uh, SoundCloud yeah. is free, so you could just upload your own pictures and, right. and stuff like that. Up to a point, though, right? Up to a point. But I have a SoundCloud. Yeah. What's different is Spotify. Uh. You have to get a distributor. F- to do it so in itunes you can't just like open up an itunes thingy you have to actually go to tunecore distro kid yeah you have your stuff on spotify well podcasting is different so podcasting is just it's an rss feed right so not to get too into the weeds but i have a squarespace web page Yes. And that web page is where I upload all of this ish. Like right now we're streaming, right? So this is going to YouTube and wherever else. But yeah. what I'm also doing is, see, I'm, I'm recording. Yep. So th- then I'm going to get a WAV file here that I'll go convert into an MP3. WAV files, people. You better know what that is. That's yeah, you got to know. Do your research. Do, do your ladies research. Ladies and g- gentlemen, do your research. Um, and then we will, uh, I'll upload it to my um, Squarespace. Yes. Now Squarespace offers this thing where they p- put an RSS link okay that rss link i could go to um itunes uh, post it up and host it as a podcast i can go to google play i can go to spotify i can go to stitcher all all Um, of the streaming services right pretty much all of them like apple music is where you stream and itunes is where you buy Mm -hmm. i guess i had to research that because i was like what's the difference my music's on both what What's the difference? Oh, so right. iTunes, iTunes, you gotta you, pay, right? Well, I mean, iTunes, you just buy a song for ninety nine cents or yeah. however much the artist sells it for, and then I was like, then what the hell is Apple Music? Because my little brother has it, yeah, and that's like the streaming one. So you oh, pay a monthly subscription, right. right? You know, like it's just like having a Netflix account, exactly. Yeah, I never knew. I was like, what the hell is this? And I just, it's the, you know, it's the new generation. People, you look things up, you look up porn if you want. It's Use yeah. the internet. Use it wisely. Use it wisely. <laughs> so let's talk about your uh, your. Are you s- pro- actively producing um, hip hop and rap right now, or was that your past music and your? No, just no. It's up? well. Here, I was going to show you this as well. So okay. see how it says Distro Kid. Oh, your music's live yeah, yeah, on yeah, yeah, yeah. MediaNet, iHeartRadio, yeah. Spotify, iTunes. So it's just so the hip hop thing is what I was raised on. Yeah. So I grew up on like uh, Tupac, E40. Yeah. Oh, E40. E40, man. Ooh. Yeah. Bay Area. The Bay Rapping. Area yeah. mob shit, homie. Mob. <laughs> no, that's what about like, what about Too Short? That's what I. Grew oh up hell on. Yeah, yeah, Too Short. Um, digital Underground. Digital Underground. That's freaking who? Who doesn't know the Humpty Dance? Yeah. Yeah. You know, 
Um, all that shit, man. So, like, Beastie Boys, of course. Oh, yeah, Beastie Boys. Well, for me, it goes back to Run DMC. Like, that was the first time we heard hip-hop, and we're just like, I, when I say we, I mean the white people. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in the white suburbs? Yeah. <laughs> when you hear the, the Beastie Boys, and then, uh, and then there was just after that a lot of stuff. Obviously, um, you know, um, Run DMC, Beastie Boys, but then I remember the first time I heard a Two Live Crew album. Ooh, that's some. That's when you're starting to get ghetto shit right there. Well, I just I, I couldn't believe the lyrics. Yep. You know, it, it was a friend pulled me over. Uh, we were hanging out at his house, whatever, riding our bikes, jumping our skateboard, whatever, whatever. How, we were how doing. old were you at this time? Um, I want to say sixth grade, maybe. So that's probably eighty six, okay, seven. Damn, you know what? I thought it'd be cold. I'm actually kind of. How are you? I'm um, I'm freaking. I'm about hot? to take this off. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna kill the heater. Yeah, heater yeah. Was a bit much. Um, and I remember him saying, "Hey." this new album let's go listen to it it's crazy yeah and then turned it on it's like hey we want some pussy i go what what is going on what are they rapping about not, it's not hip-hop it's more rap and more yeah like, just dirty yeah and so that kind of was um mind-blowing and then you know once the 90s hit you know bay area we had too short so everyone too short. Too, everyone was given too short love and like in the yep. bay area there was you know too short sightings like you'd hear people say, "Oh, I was in, you know, whatever Hayward, whatever, and and Fremont, oh or yeah, even East Dublin, Bay. East Bay, guy. yeah, even he, Dublin. Uh, oh yeah, he pulled into a, a drive-through and all the smoke came out of his window, and he went in, or you know, so like he was kind of a mythical guy, yeah, yeah. around the East Bay. Well, here's here's what's funny too is, don't forget about your boy MC Hammer. That's right, Oakland native, right? Yes. Um, How could I have forgot about that? Yes, uh, Hammer was a huge. Huge, I mean, when huge. he hit, it was like everyone lost their shit. Yeah. And he was so commercial. Was he the first big time? No, it was Run DMC. Run DMC was the first big time, I would say, national, maybe global commercial success from the hip-hop scene. Right? And they, they did the song with uh, Adidas. Ad my uh, Adidas. Yes. <laughs> and that was basically an advertisement for Adidas. I think Adidas sponsored him or something and said, Hey, you, you know, it's like get in where you fit in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when stuff gets too commercialized, that's when I'm just like, eek, you know. Yeah. That's that's what I had to freaking realize about my music is okay. I talk about shit that nobody likes to talk about. Right. Life, death, consciousness. Uh, uh, I even say on my Spotify thing, I'm like, Demise is an artist from San Jose, California. Yeah. His music mainly, mainly focuses on life, death, corruption, and politics. Yes. Um, and, and mysteries of the unknown. Nice. And then I asked my girlfriend, I was Unsolved like... Unsolved mysteries. I've been watching that. <laughs> dude, I swear on my... Oh, yeah, yeah I, I told one. you, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I put it on Instagram, yeah. Because right. um, I've just been having a lot of nostalgia lately, you know, being a dad. Yeah. Being 30, I just turned 30. Oh, congratulations. I look... Well, I turned it... I'll be 31 this year. Okay. I turned 30 last year. But, you know, I was like, fuck, this is weird, you know, like... So I've just been going back, and when I hear that music, the yeah, yeah, Unsolved yeah. Oh. Mysteries, I'm just, <laughs> yeah. -na 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 -na. Yeah. I'm just like, I'm a kid again. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, But what you said earlier about the music shit, mm. I was raised on that. That's where I, like, I know that I'm always going to love that. Yeah. And I love heavy metal, too. So Yeah, that's an interesting mix. You like hip-hop and metal. death metal. That's a really interesting mix. When you drum, are you more of a hip-hop drummer or are you a metal drummer? Oh, shit. It's a mixture of everything. Really? Yeah, like uh, get in the groove. Right. Every every hip-hop song has badass drums in it. Yeah. Um, and then I grew, you know, and then when I was middle school, some some of the kids introduced me to Iron Maiden. Oh. I lost my Fucking Yay. marbles. Yes. I heard this song called, uh, you know, all this stuff like Hollowed Be Thy Name. Yeah. And then there's a song called Be Quick or Be Dead. I yeah, I know that one. And then the guitar goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I heard that, I was like, that's impossible to play. Uh, and you were already a drummer by then? No, no, not yet. Oh, okay. This is when I was like tw 13, okay. 12, 13. Yeah. I didn't start drumming till after that. Okay. So the hip hop stuff is very expensive. Right. Okay, I don't have I used to be able to record. I used to live in my grandma's garage. So I would have a setup 
Right. Made my first album in there. Thank you, Auntie and Grandma and everybody. Thank you, Mom, everybody, you know. But I don't have that right now. So I have yeah. to go to the studio. It's fucking $50 an hour. So I'm yeah. prepared, though. When yeah. I go in there, I'm like, I'm knocking this shit out. Wait, do you come in with the beats, too, or you come in? It depends. I mainly make the beats. Okay. And then I bought one for 500 Okay. Exclusive rights, though. That means that you have the yeah. guy gets 0%. Yes. And I keep 100%. He took his money. He can never bother you again. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, that was a big. That was one of the biggest decisions. I buy artwork for yeah. fifty dollars, a hundred dollars, and I was like, "This beat has not been bought yet." Right. I freaking love this freaking beat. Right. And five hundred dollars, and nice. I was like, "Fuck it, it's it's an investment towards my future." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this song, when I'm dead, if it's people want to listen to it, they can listen to it forever. It's your legacy. It's my legacy. Yeah. Let me see. I got a chirp or something. Let me make. Oh yeah, we're we're streaming. Rude. We're streaming. Yeah. I think that's what that chirp was. Um, yeah. No, I was curious about producing the beats because I was wondering if you lay down the drum tracks and then that's going to be your drums for the thing, or if you use like a push two or whatever to make the beats. Or What's a push two? Um, just one of those. You know the uh, Ableton. It, it's a MIDI device that you drum pad. Like you this. Know? No, well, different. How it looks, how it looks. Yeah, yeah, it looks like that. Because, er, you know, a lot of people are finger drumming. Oh, now. yeah, They call of course. it finger drumming, and they, they produce their beats. So I didn't know if you were into that, too, or purely just on the kit making uh, making beats. Pretty much, er, just, I don't know. There's I, If I were to freaking go into music, yeah, I will talk for 75 fucking days straight on that shit. Yeah. I love it. And, and the process to make my first music yeah. till now. Yeah. So many little details. I used to make beats on a keyboard, okay. a Yamaha keyboard, where yeah. you save the... Oh, right. And you have to it play... It has its own little four-track recorder or something. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you have to play the drums all the way out throughout the whole yes. three minutes. Yes. So... Now you can just do... Uh, there's a lot You'd of... You'd probably hang yourself if I was talking about music. No, no, because <laughs> I, I like I like music, too. So that's what I want to do with this space on top of podcasting. Yeah. Obviously, I want to get some setup for my... Um, guitar i'll probably get you know how you know how um you probably you're a drummer so you may not know this but a lot of uh so there's guitarists who are purists and they'll tell you you need uh a tube amp along with you know your pedals analog pedals whatever else um but there's this other thing that's blowing up where you have emulators and effects box so you can literally have 300 different amps in a little box yes like this you can plug it straight into your computer you can record into your daw and uh, digital audio workstation. Nice. And uh, I didn't know what that was. Thank oh, you, you didn't know? Okay. And I yeah. was like, I've heard of that, but <laughs> I don't know what the hell. The yeah, 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 yeah. So it's where you're just laying down all your tracks. It's like it used to be, you know, four track, then eight track, then yeah. sixteen track. But now you have these DAWs where you can just record track after track. So are you, is that like Pro Tools and stuff like that? Pro Tools, basically? Ableton, uh, Adobe is called Audition. Like everyone has them. Yeah. Um, uh, technically, GarageBand is a DAW. Well, I mean, I've recorded. Songs on GarageBand. Yeah. And you just layer it, it's your the shit. same thing. Yeah, they're all they're all ultimately the same concept, which yeah. is each track is something you're bringing, whether it's your vocals, your instrumentation, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then so the point I'm I was I was making is that this area I want to start putting some stuff in here. I definitely want to get something so my guitar can go yep. to my computer and have good amp effects and Yeah, I um, mean he- here's what's cool about what you what you mentioned. And this is why I'm so passionate about music is I can't stop thinking about it. I freaking love right. it. Me too. Both of us. Yeah. Y- that's one thing that me and you also have in common is we're I think our first podcast, we mostly talked about music. About music, instead right? Instead of comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we know each other through comedy. Comedy? <laughs> comedy. No, I, used um, to, I used to be a musician. <laughs> and everyone laughed at me. Dude, that's a... F- <laughs> I like that one. I'm jealous yeah, of that one. I'm really? going to steal that one. That's yeah, cool. no, you could use it. It's fine. As a matter of fact, every time I tell that freaking Mexican, yeah, the what I'm looking at the menu, yeah, I can't help but think about you, and I'm like, fuck, no, man. no, no. Stylistically, it's going to happen. Yeah, me, you, Jacob, Nathan, um, Faco. Co- Stylistically, I don't think there's we're not copying each other. But yeah, there's things happening where I know I'm doing. I go, oops, I'm being Derek Demise right now. Oops, I'm being Faco. Oops, I'm, there's just things. I think if we were in a market 
let's yeah. say New York, and, and this is all speculation on my part. If we were in a market where we aren't seeing the same people every open mic. True. And it was very mixed. I think we probably stylistically might come into our own quicker because we aren't seeing each other do our stuff day Three day times, out. four times right. a week. But that's not our reality. What is our reality? We have uh, a set number of open mics we can hit. Yes. Um, and a certain little area or hour radius. So there's yeah. probably 20 to 30 of us who are just going to see each other constantly over and over and over. And yeah. Again. So even if there's a comic that you don't necessarily like, they're still rubbing off on you. Yep. And you're still picking subconsciously up. In subconsciously in your mind, you're stuff. sleeping. So anyway, don't ever think about that. Yeah. Right? Just go up there and tell your material, and however it comes out, it comes out. And it's uh, it's freaking real. That shit always happens yeah, to me. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. why I'm like, I was watching it, and you and Ed Rubin started laughing. I was like, yeah. oh, like I always, you think this is funny? Yeah. To some random person that's laughing to kind of just like yeah, stop yeah, yeah. it right there. Like I, yeah. I'm like, this is real shit. Got to deal is with real. this, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm but just telling stories. I'm, I'm not just telling, telling jokes. I'll get to the jokes. I'll get to the but jokes. Right now, I'm stories. <laughs> stories. I'm I'm telling a freaking story about my life. This is this sucks. But yeah. No, nah, but seriously, like in Chicago, I was at uh, Carnitas Don Alfredo. Okay. Bomb ass Carnitas tacos. You hit the R's nicely on the fr- oh, on the top on, of that. Man. Yeah, yeah. Come on, look at me. <laughs> no, I was kidding. And then um, the guy was just like speaking Spanish to me for like. At a least while. a few sentences, right? Well, a few, like, phrases here and there, and I yeah, was yeah. just like, oh, no. Oh, shit. And then he was just like, fucking bitch. No, yeah, I, yeah. He gave me that look, but I was just like, hey, man, my bad, bro. You know? Yeah. So that's that's funny. What kind of Latin influence is more up north? Is that Mexican also, or is that uh, Caribbean? Or, like, what, what are we dealing with? Sp- more Central American? No. Because uh, I think in a California, again, I'm in a bubble, but I think whenever we think of Latinos, Mexican. we always think Mexican. Because that's only a small fraction well, here's, of here's the Spanish-speaking world. Yeah. That yeah. the rest of America has different culture, but still Spanish-speaking. Shout out to Joey Coco motherfucking <laughs> Diaz, <laughs> that Diaz. Cuban, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, he uh, so for instance, right, respectfully, the, Car- the Caribbeans or Caribbeans, however you say it, yeah. Florida, yeah. Cubans. Yes. Puerto Ricans, that's all right there, the little islands, and then yeah, they go yeah. up to New York. Right. That's all East Coast. West Coast, Mexico, right there. Yeah. So it's all Mexican. But and you Geographically. Know, yes. But you know what we all, uh, another thing we do in, in the state, uh, not state of Florida, in California, yeah. is we say Mexican when a lot of times they're Salvadorian, Salvadorian. Guatemalan. Oh, yeah. And uh, other, in the, in the Central America area. Yes. But. It just gets all grouped as Mexican. Oh, it, it, it happens like when you say white, some yeah. people are like, I'm not English, I'm German. And it's like, uh, yeah, it's all the same. <laughs> it's from somewhere. Yeah, 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 there's, yeah. A, there's, a, there's a region where there's certain people that, oh, you yeah. know. The worst is the really subtle ones, like the difference between Scottish and Irish. It's oh, the same my, shit. my mom's husband. Shout yeah. out to Jason. There we go, Jason. Ross. Uh, he's, I love that guy. He's, he's helped raise me and. Even we argue a lot, me and him, but me and my everyone argues. Yeah. Me and my best friend argue, and uh, it's a form of communication. It's a form of communication. It's family, and you it's getting it's real family. too. When you argue with someone, it's pretty raw. Oh yeah, what you're really thinking when you're not arguing. A lot of times, there's filters being applied. Filters but when being you're applied. In, uh, but when you're arguing, it's a filter-free zone. Oh yeah, definitely. You know, um, that is very true. But he's Scottish. Yeah, I, I have both, and so my wife always just says, yeah, sh- same shit. <laughs> hey, I was just reading, kidding. my girlfriend is in love, and she'll always be with Justin Bieber. Uh-oh. So y- I was finding out, I was like, hey, babe, he's from, w- crazy, Bieber's from Canada. Yeah. But literally, it's like, it looks like an hour drive from Detroit, Michigan, because that's, oh, that's where the border is right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I know a guy that lives in, in Detroit, uh-huh. so he always posts pictures. He's like, I'm looking at Canada from yeah, Detroit. Yeah. So he's from there, but his background is English, Scottish, or or someone is. It's like white, white. It's just, yeah, white, 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 white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because, the see, the whites down in by Italy and Spain and Portugal, they're white, but they have olive complexion. 
because Iberian Peninsula is what they call it. I think oh, Spanish, Italian, the Latin languages. Latin. Because in the Mediterranean, uh, you know, the Moors from Africa came up and they either conquered or intermarried, and so people got more. In the Mediterranean, just by default, people have more olive yeah, skin. Yeah. So they're still technically white, but it's not like when you get an Irish person like me, <laughs> like that's white. You know what I mean? Crackers. <laughs> yeah, like the day glow, the day glow type white. It's the funniest white thing, White Walker. Man. I'm a White Walker. Hell yeah. Not I to be confused with Atu Walker. Oh, uh, hey, Who shout out to Atu, shout man. Shout out to Atu while we're doing. He shot. was he was busting my balls about my hair. He, he That's how oh, he started yeah, out the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I always sit up front, so I have to take. And I was just like, fuck you. And everyone was laughing. But that's kind of good. That just means that. Dude, I've been meaning to ask you about this. So you're a front and center comic. What you're does that mean? You're s- you support the other comics by sitting up front and listening. So I try, but I get bored. Really fast. <laughs> well, okay, so I'm glad you said that. How long, because I try to be an up, up in front guy, but more and more, so me and you, actually, congratulations, me and you are about one year and six months in. Yes. So we're a year and a half into our comedy careers, whatever that may mean. Uh, and we are still kind of, not front and center, but we at least are paying attention. How much longer can that go on? I think I'm already to the point where I just want to go in the back or go outside yep. and shoot the shit and do my question of the week and maybe k- get some video. I want to get more video. You're a video guy too. You got your YouTube channel. I want to. J- yes. I want to keep documenting the South Bay open mic scene. It's it's bubbling, it's bubbling. Like there's a little. Jacob's got his room. He's up got and his running room. Big time now. Oh yeah, that's that stuff is going good. I was like, congratulations, man. It's off the hook is really fun. It's off the hook. No, it's it's off the hook. Yeah, <laughs> Campbell. Shout what? out. Oh, another shout out. Shout out. Off the hook, Campbell. Jacob's room. Off the hook, Jacob's Campbell. Room. Yes. Um, front and center. He's one. He's one. Twenty five percent of the fuckface horse. Yep. There's four of us, and uh, we're all. I feel like psycho. I'm not connecting with Nathan anymore, though. I for some reason we're always passing. Yeah, I mean, I, the last time I seen him perform was probably two. Oh no, January sixth when we came when we all came back. I saw him perform, hey. but before that, it had been like a month or two since yeah, I seen yeah. him perform. Yeah, yeah. Well, he he wasn't showing up for a while. Oh, he didn't right. show he up for job. like two weeks or something. Yeah, yeah he yeah. got a job and and uh, stuff like that. But he's he's a freaking. Uh, He's flying, man. He's just like yeah, yeah, yeah. coming in. Nathan's mysterious, man. He is. But yeah, he's yeah. a killer, though. He's funny. Um, So anyway, so do you think you're going to be sitting up front much longer, or are you going to change habits a little bit? In the beginning of the shows, I always will. Because really? I have to keep reminding myself, This, how were you your first time you went up? Be like that a yeah. lot. Don't start getting caught up. Don't start causing drama. Yeah. Be excited, be humble, because always look back to your first time. You were a little freaking bitch sitting there just like, oh, shit, yeah, I'm yeah. nervous. Yeah. So I always want to keep myself in check like that. Just like with the music thing, mm-hmm. whenever I was drumming with the band, Scala. Holla. Holla at Scala. I shit you not, you can even ask the boys. Yeah. You know, Um because I give it my all when I go and drum. Yeah, like yeah. I'm like, this is the last night I'm going to drum in my head. I'm like, I could die tomorrow, so I'm going to go all out. And I'm just feeling it, right? So a lot of people will come up, and then the band members would be like, oh, there they go, yeah, talking to Demise. And I'll just uh, be like, yeah. I'll be trying to put my drums away, and people will be like, dude, that was up, bro. Yeah. Here's a beer, dude. Yeah, and yeah. I'll just be like, dude, thank you so much, man. I got to get this. Let me help you. Because they saw me sweating, yeah, bleeding. Yeah. Like, I always hit on the snare. I always uh, hit my hand. Uh, yeah, yeah. So my snares are bloody. I always fucking... That's rock and roll right there. Oh, that's rock and roll. I yeah, always yeah. drop shit. Yeah, yeah. I'm hitting the cymbals as hard as I can. Um, So then it's just kind of an in- inside joke because people are, like, just fucking staring. And I'm, but at the end, I have to remind myself, like, don't even take this to your head. Yeah, yeah. Just you had a good time. Yeah. And the reason why is because you gave it your all. That's why, you know, someone might be buying you a drink. Yeah. And then I'm like, what's where are you going after this? You're going back home. Yes. And your drums are gonna be sitting in the fucking garage. So you're no, you're not anybody. You're not. Yeah. You're not like Tommy Lee. That's yeah. You're or, not. Uh, you're not fucking. Crew or something. Rest in peace, Neil Pert. 
Oh God. Yeah, from Rush. So you're not you're not Neil. You know Pert. what? Sixty four. I mean, that's that feels young. What? Yeah, he was sixty four. Yeah. I thought he was seventy. Oh, was it seventy? I don't know. I don't okay. know. Um. Yeah. We we could probably Google that. Um. But anyway, however old he was, it felt like, you know, he was the he was the lyric writer. Rush. Oh, shit. you know that, right? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, like seventy-five percent. If you're a writer, Rush lyrics are pert. Oh, okay. Yeah, if yeah. you're a writer, by the way. Yeah. And you are the, you put that down in the record label, you get paid more for writing the music. That's why people ghostwrite. Yeah. Rappers will ghostwrite for other ones, but yeah. their name is on the lyrics. They get paid. Nice. Sixty-seven. Okay, okay. But I but I guess my thing is this. At 67, um, I hope I'm still around to be telling dick jokes. Oh, yeah. You never know. You never know. And so that's why I started comedy. Because, well, I can't say. O- ultimately, I was just curious. Curious. I, I would say 99% of my life when they say, why did you, why did this happen or that? I was curious. Right, I was curious. But the thing, but... W- I guess the reason I'm able to keep doing comedy uh-huh. is because I'm thinking almost the identical terms to you, which is like I'm 44, yeah, and I feel like I blinked my eyes and I'm 44. Weirdest shit. You look 34. Oh, thank you. You look. I swear to, I'm hitting on him. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, for real. It's like yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You know you're fit. Yeah. Freaking just that's one of the main things. Fit in your hair too. So yeah, it's all dumb luck again. Just whatever things happen. So, so and, um, say it again one more time. So I, I, I hit forty four. Yeah. Well, I guess I started comedy when I was forty three, but I took an assessment and okay. I was looking around me and I said, "Holy shit!" I spent forty three years running, running, thinking, "Oh, I got to go to work. I got to, I got to buy this. I got to, I got to have, ki- I do got to do all these things." And I'm checking boxes, running. Yes. Running, 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 running. The right thing to do. Up the hill. Yes, the right thing to do. I'm running up the hill. I'll switch backs, up trail. Boop, boop, boop. And then I feel at 43, you're p- you are basically halfway there. I mean, as, f- as far as if I live to be as old as Neil Pert, I'm past halfway. Yeah. Right? Yep. I'm two-thirds of the way or whatever the math works out to be. Um, and so I realize, I go, I don't have – and, and the, point, the point I'm trying to make is I got here fast. It felt like I blinked my eyes. Yes. And then, oh, shit, here I am, two kids. You grinded. I grinded, but it went so quick. Yeah. And so I go, if this went quick, what is 44 to death going to feel like? It's going to feel so quick. Yes. Because now I'm going down the hill. Down the hill. Before I was going up the hill. So what I'm doing now is I got to the top of the hill. I'm halfway there. And I look down and I go, oh, that's death down there. Yep. Yep. It's it's waiting waiting for you. I said, oh, there's death down there. But guess what? The trail to get down to death is full of flowers and trees. Yes. And all fucking interesting shit. So what I'm trying to do now is um, I actually have multiple philosophies kicking around in my head. Okay, okay. And Let's uh, get into this shit. Let's Me, get into this, it. <laughs> this is the fucking shit. This is the podcast stuff. Yes. So uh, I'm trying to live a life where I'm looking through the w- looking at the world through the lens of a kaleidoscope. Do you know Ooh. a kaleidoscope yeah, where you yeah. turn it and it's just colors and and I'm, I'm, it's a kaleidoscope, and I'm just observing it, and it's beautiful. You know, as a baby, you probably saw it like that, right? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. And then when it comes to comedy, I'm seeing the kaleidoscope. My, com- my comic philosophy is say what I see. So I'm seeing all these colors. Yeah, I'm seeing all these colors, and I'm seeing things. So get on stage and then talk about it. Yeah. And... So that's what I think keeps me coming back to comedy is I go, well, right now I'm trying to just really slow down and look at the world and then observe it and then say what I'm observing. Now, of course, yeah. it's all going to hopefully be funny because I'm seeing stuff and go, oh, that's weird. That's odd. That's funny. That's thoughtful. It takes work. You have to – you can't just say the funny stuff. You have no. to work on it. And Yeah. That's what we're learning, aren't we? That's what we're learning. Yeah. But – Do you think that the stand-up – uh, has been helping your hip hop? Hell no. Uh, no. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, well, okay. Let me ask you a question yeah. another way. Well, what I meant about when you were a baby, yeah. kaleidoscope seeing, I meant when we're kids, everything's new. Everything's yes. Everything is fun. Yeah. Okay. Before you say, what were you gonna ask? No, keep going so on we your don't train of thought. No, but f- so I don't forget. Well, that it's one. gonna be about um rapping. Okay. But we'll come back to that. 
So what I was going to say was, I think when we're kids, we're so excited and we're way more present tense. Yes. Which, from all the things that I've researched that have been beneficial to me, being present tense is the most important thing ever because it's all there really is, maybe. So the past was the present and the future is just going to be the present. So they're not, they don't really exist. They don't exist. They don't exist, but they do. Because it's almost like a big ass fucking uh, our our mind like makes it up almost because yeah it's just designed that way maybe mm-hmm. but there's been times where I'm sitting there and it just hits me and I'm like fuck there's only now and this is it and you do age yeah there are clocks yes we do die but it's just like when you think about the past you're like that was just a now. And then the future is just going to be now, too. So yeah. I this is what I was talking to my cousin about. Um, I was like, damn, I think time goes by faster when you're older because mm-hmm. you just want to get the fuck. You just want to get your day over with. You want to yeah. wake up at 7 or whatever time you want to get to work. This is me. This yes. is what I, I like, get up. I'm like, okay, so from 9 to 5 or whatever it is, I don't work that many hours in a day. I can't. I'd fucking jump out of a window. Yeah. My job's flexible, so yeah. I can leave whenever. But I'm like, get up, and you block that shit out. You're just like, okay, for nine hours yes, to get there and then to get home, it's probably nine, ten hours. I'm just going to go numb. Yeah. When you're a kid, you never really went numb for shit because you were just like, oh, I'm going to go to school. There's going to be that girl. So you're yeah. always way more <laughs> present, Yes, and the world seems huge. Yeah. And then when you're older... The world seems smaller. You're like, oh, shit. San Francisco is only an hour drive. When I was a kid, it felt like eternity eternity away. Yes. Disneyland? Holy shit. Where are we? Now, oh, honey, it's a five-hour drive or a six-hour drive. Yeah. Uh, So when we get older, we get way more bitchy. Yeah. And we're like, another day. And that's a a very poisonous thing. And I wake up like that sometimes. And I'm just trying to, like you. Yeah. Change the mindset and be like, wait, you are alive. You're alive. You are just be present right now. You're thinking. You're experiencing. You're experiencing. Your imagination is cooking things up all the time. Yeah. And it's just like try your best not to blind, like go numb and just because that's when time flies, I think, because you're just ready to get the day over with. And then you're ready to get your week over with. Right. And that week goes by, then you're ready to get the year over with. That's when time flies. That's I dangerous. That's dangerous. Yeah, because then what happens is you take everything for granted. And you just say, oh, well, this will be tomorrow. I think there's a lot exactly. of people. Here's a toxic mindset. I think there's a lot of people in America who believe in retirement. Oh, yeah. And what they think is they go, oh, all I have to do is work this 50 years and then I can relax. 50 years? What? You mean I got to just work my ass off and not enjoy my life and then I can enjoy my life when I'm when my I'm pissing my pants <laughs> shitting myself. Oh okay, now it's time to Oh, I got doctor's bill as long as my arm because all my body parts now I get to enjoy myself? No, no. That was hilarious. Yeah, that's not what should be happening. What needs to be happening is everyone needs to go I got to balance, right? Like you said. Balance. There needs to be something where I that's a marketable skill that I can take to the world and someone will give me a paycheck every week. That has to happen. It's monetizing. You got to monetize something. Some skill of yours needs to monetize. It's not easy. That's why it's not, easy. not everyone does it because it takes fucking balls. Well, so what I'm talking about, I'm, so I haven't even got to the creative part. I'm just talking about survival, right? Like you, I don't necessarily like going to my job for nine hours. You don't like going to your job, but we do it. We do it because we got kids, we got bills, we got money. Whatever. It's all money. That is it. It's all money. That's when you take away the, all the micro shit. Yeah. The macro is just you're there for money. Money. Right. Faking but, it. But well, I see. So I've even changed my attitude. I don't think you necessarily have to fake it. I think you can find a true comedian would find the funny in a very dull experience. Oh, of course. And so what I'm trying to do is every step I take or every conversation I have, at some point in the day, I think back, okay, I was just in a meeting talking about whatever. Uh, 
what was what was said in there? And then I think about it. And this will we'll end up circling back to both your comedy and your hip-hop. But what I'm trying to say is then there's this other aspect. So everyone does that, and you can't let that define you. But then there's this other aspect of your life where you can do whatever the fuck you want to do. You can be a musician. Yep. You could be a comic. You could be a robot builder. You could be a house builder. You can sculpt things. You can do whatever. And I think um, – those are the things that, especially if you have a job that isn't fulfilling, those are the things that you really need to pour yourself into yeah. to define yourself. Exactly. To entertain yourself and to maintain sanity. And so with when I think when it comes to comedy, like a lot of the process for me with comedy is I'm just writing, just writing. Just what was, what was that? So just write some stuff down and kick it around and then you try it on stage and sometimes other people think it's funny but sometimes people just stare at you and you go oh whoops sorry that I guess that wasn't funny it, it's not hurting me as much anymore is it hurting you no if there's no no it does it does but then you start to get used to it and yeah. you know what the process yeah. is it's chipping away at it little by little like yeah so what i wanted to ask you yes is given the amount of time you have in the day given that you have a kid you have a woman you got a job how much do you spend writing uh, your rap versus writing comedy? Or is I it? I not don't like. I don't like that question. Not ah, <laughs> this no interview is over. This <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you poured all over that. No, there's no more left. I just smash it. Oh, this is yours too. If you get thirsty. Oh, thank you. Yeah, thank yeah. you so much. I Product placement. Fighting, no. Product placement. There we go. No, I, I was like, no, <laughs> we no. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on. One second. So, do you? Okay. So, I get. Let Let me back up again. Do you? Do you a lot time during the day to do the writing, or is it something where it's just it pump things pop in your head and then you write them down? I'm just curious about your process. Okay. Shit. No, what you were just talking about is like. That's the type of shit that I, I'm glad you brought up that all up because that's yeah. exactly what I think about. Right. And I and you have to. So when I when I do the music and the and the comedy, I was brushing my teeth last night before bed, and I was excited for this. I was really excited, and yeah. I was like, "What's it's been one too thing long since our last one? It's been too long. No yeah. worries, you know." And I was like, "Okay, what's the best? What the balance in my life right now?" Yeah, you know, and then I was like. You uh, just don't take anything too seriously. Yeah. But take things seriously. Yeah. Don't have you know have a good time. Yeah. But don't have too good of a time. So yeah. like everything you just fucking do it. Do your comedy. Yeah. And don't overly stress yourself out. Yeah. But you gotta fucking do this. You gotta do yeah. the work. So honestly, the last song that I made rap wise, mm. I put is the five hundred dollar beat. Yeah. Um, and I made a couple more after that, which are fucking decent, but yeah, yeah. not product. There weren't, uh, I didn't go to a studio. I did them at yeah, home, yeah, yeah, yeah. which th those are my favorite songs too. Right. So I did, oh, two songs. One is called Cali Stomp with my brother Rick motherfucking one. You fucking filthy whores out there. Okay. <laughs> That's my road dog. Okay. We've fucking, sl we've been arrested, almost uh -oh. arrested together. Well, we got pulled over. Yeah, and the guy tried. The ser sheriff tried to fucking, uh -oh. you know, come on, man, really? No, yeah, yeah. but so the song called Cali Stomp yeah. was my best, simplest out of all the fucking two hundred songs I've ever made. The simplest, well put together, radio friendly song. Oh, okay. That some guys and a DJ in Sacramento was like, "All right, we got a competition: Cali Stomp versus this other artist song." Kelly Stomp won. Nice. Second week won. This is not a big radio station. It's just, yeah. you know, he streams his stuff. So I was like, fuck yeah. Nice. This song is. A little validation it, for the work. A little validation for the work. But what the funniest thing was, I said, stop. You're making all this shit about, oh my, the life and the consciousness yeah. and whatever, you know, this yeah, yeah. And I said, this song is going to be a fucking song called Kelly Stomp. It's going to say. Northern Cali stand up, SoCal stand up, East Side West Side, everybody stand up. Uh, Your typical 
has a, yeah, just a typical yeah, yeah. rap song that's yeah, just yeah, yeah. easy that everyone gets in the people song jumping. Gets people jumping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Made that, and that one got on that guy's little radio thingy out there in SAC. Yeah. Doing good on YouTube. Nice. Well, it's doing all right. It's almost got 3,000 views. Okay. That's, that ain't shit. Yeah. But now it's on Spotify. Well, it's, better than, it's better than not having ever been released. Exactly. It's on Spotify. It's the best song so far on there. Nice. Um, And I I knew it. I was like, I'm just going to make this. This song's the beat already slaps like crazy. I made yeah. it. I made it. So I didn't have to pay for that shit. But yeah. the studio time was expensive. So I was like, fuck, I got root. Where, where's your studio? There's, uh, I go to two. I go to uh, District Recording Studios okay. right there on Park Avenue in San Jose. Oh, okay. By West San Carlos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, I go to Johnny Hits. Okay. Which is, uh, he moved to Alum Rock. Okay. And he, he's fucking, he knows, he's got a lot of uh, connections. Nice. So, Cali Stomp, I made the beat. I paid for the studio time at Johnny, uh, uh, Red Eye Recording Studios. Okay. And my brother Rick One's on there. I wrote that shit in the in the studio in the booth. What? So I made the beat. Literally took fucking ten, like I'd say a day. Okay. Right. It took like, but what I mean by a day is fifteen minutes. I made the beat. Yes. And then go back later after you know. And you got to noodle over it. Put a couple layers on. Watch some porn. Jerk up a quickie. You know how it is. Yeah. Then later on at night, I'm like, let me change some. Yeah. Oh shit. Yes. Turn something up on, you know, whatever, GarageBand, Logic Pro. Yeah. And then go back one more time and just lay it out. Just, okay, I wanted to stop here. Okay, I had to stop here. Okay, everything, it's whatever. Just that type of shit. Yeah. And it's hard to explain, but if you were to see me do it, you'd be like, oh, shit, it's easy as fuck. It's just like one, two, three, four. Yeah. One, two, three, four. Have a stop there. It's all math. You're just counting your measures just out. Just counting your measures out. Yeah. And then... The last, so the one after that was this song. Or bars. I think bars, in the homie. I got bars. How many bars you got? Oh, I got bars for days, homie. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was kidding. 130,000 bars. Yeah, yeah. No, you can literally do eight bar verses. Yeah. And they, they, I think the Cali Stomp, it's like eight bars. I yeah. said, let's keep it like that. Yeah. So the hook comes back. Right. And people have ADHD now, like me. Like, Oh. Who wants to listen to a three-minute song nowadays if it's not Tool or fucking like an old classic? Yeah. If it's rap, these kids want to hear a, a minute song and just next. Yeah. yeah. Well, and plus eight bars, that'll get you back to something else that as long as the ca- you have something catchy in between everything, exactly. that eight bars is more than enough to even go three minutes if you have to go three minutes. And no one's doing three verses anymore. Really? That used to be. And then I noticed, too, like, all my favorite, like, usually the third verse for the rappers, mm. it just kind of starts f- getting sloppier. And, you know, uh, they're like, ah, shit, you know. So people were like, you get enough done in two 16s. Mm-hmm. That's all you need. So comedy-wise, oh, so that last song that I did, I you laid. Wrote it, you wrote it, like, in 15 minutes. No, the last song I wrote was a disaster. What I about f- Cali Stomp? How long did Cali that? Cali Stomp, that, I wrote that in the studio okay. while Rick One was already Getting his shit. He oh. already he wrote his shit down. Yeah. He did it basically like in 10 minutes. And then I went in there. And when his shit was getting mixed and mastered, mm-hmm. I was like, with my headphones, just like this. Uh, and I was like, what's up, man? It's the Maz, you know. Yeah, yeah. And then I was just writing it piece by piece. And I was like, just punch me in. Yeah. I'll do this line. And I'll stop. And then I'll do this line after. Because yeah. I've done the fucking 32-bar verses nonstop. For all you fucking rap purists out there, <laughs> stop rapping over your fucking vo- uh, thing. Fuck you. Do whatever you want, like he said. Yeah. I said, you know what? I'm going to go easy on this song because I've done those where I'm rapping the whole thing out. Right, right. One take. Right. And then, you know, there's there's room for that and there's room for just doing punch-ins. Yeah, yeah. You know, just like, uh, I don't remember my verse. But it, yeah. it is what it is. But then the next song, $500 for the beat. Yeah. I wrote the vert. I wrote all these shits out. I was like, fuck that one. Fuck that one. Uh, It's like a lot. And then this song has, I really got creative as fuck. I have like two different versions of it. Mm. One doesn't have, there's like two verses. There's like a bridge, a a pre-chorus and then a chorus. Okay. I'll let you fucking hear it. I know it's not going to make any sense. 
And I gave that song my all. I was like, this is what I've been doing all this shit for. Got a lyric video for $250. The beat was 500 The studio time was probably 250 after all the hours. And then I put it up, and people didn't know what to think of it because it's like rock. I'm really aggressive. Uh, it's rock rappy. Okay. But it's really clever, and I fucking nailed all the words in there. Okay. Kelly Stomp, you can hear me. I feel, I sound kind of just relaxed, uh, yeah, yeah. and people like that. Yeah. Well, that's the human element. That's the human if element If you play to too it. tight, people are like, Oh, yeah, if it's on? overly produced. Yes. And this last one is just like, fuck, yeah, like, I aggressive. There, yeah. And then my, my homie didn't know what to think of it, really. Okay. And I, I was like, good. I don't want, I don't need anyone to fucking give me any gratification. Yeah. This is a grower, uh, not a shower. No, yeah, yeah. this one's going to grow, and it's like, why I like Bill Hicks so much. Yeah, yeah. Because when people were watching him, a lot of people were like, this guy is not, f- he's not talking about, he's not your typical comedian. It's not a yuck yuck. He's not a it's yuck like yuck. A he's not a bing bong, bing bong. He, he, yeah, ah, uh. Talking about real shit. <laughs> yeah. Yep. yeah, yeah, or, Consciousness. Or, yeah. Yeah, stuff like that. Or even uh, the, uh, politics at the time too. Yeah, and a lot of people just didn't know how to take it. So I th- I thought about that and I'm like, what did fucking your favorite idols do? Yeah, they did it despite giving a fuck. Cause I I was being very creative in that song, and artistically, I fucking love every ounce of it. And when I put it up, certain people were like, "Dude," but a lot of people were like, "Holy fuck, that shit goes." That they're like, so Damn. you had you had people uh, saying, "Yeah, this." Is oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Just, just certain people, like, it's not, like, a super ghetto rap song like I right. usually make. Yeah. It's more of just, like, a super creative, there's a message in there. Okay. It's, the main thing is be authentic, be you. Yeah. Be you no matter what. That's the main message of the song. So it runs people the wrong way because they're just like, that sounds fucking preachy. What? Yeah. yeah. There you go. There's the word. Yeah. And then the comedy shit, I'll show you what I do. And... I haven't looked at this shit in a while, but, you know, I just got one of these little fucking things. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Art Boutique. Yeah. And then I write it all out. Wait, like have you done Art Boutique? I did. How'd you like Thanks it? Thanks for being there. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> fucking that's so... I was kidding. It was... I went second. Okay. And uh, I had to go home. I was like, shit, my kid's there, so my brain's going crazy. Went up there. I was like, what's up, everybody? So a rapper went up first, and he fucking killed it. Oh. He did super good, and I was like. So I can rap, too. You should have started no, no. rapping. <laughs> oh, I, did. I said, I have it on my YouTube channel and shit. So oh, I was yeah, like, yeah. you know, I should have. I, I just should have stuck to rap uh, music. I said that. I was like, uh, I should have stuck to music because that shit was fucking dope. Yeah. And when you guys are about to witness some fun, just bear with me. But people were, people <laughs> just, bear, were, just bear with me. I like that. I like that opener, dude. I, I That's said, so hilarious. Just bear with me. I was like, hey, <laughs> you fuck it. Let's go. Five minutes, and uh, people were laughing. It was good. Okay. And uh, I did all right. Good, good, good. But I heard at comedy, the end. I've heard comedy sometimes struggles in that room. Oh. That people don't receive it as well as the music and the poetry. Music's going to continue to play. The beat's going to play. Yeah. If you fuck up rapping... You continue after. Oh, wait. Comedy so wait. is just dead silent if you're silent. Okay. That's right. So most rappers, they go up, they only have their track. They don't have a band behind them. Nope. It's just, you put, hey, and you play my the USB on the computer, and it's the beat playing, and you uh, just start rapping over it. So it's, you know, I've done like 35 rap shows. Takes so much energy, though. Well, yeah, because <laughs> it's, not, it's not like stand-up where you're five minutes and out. It's like 20 minutes, 15 20, minutes. 15, 20, 30, and you're maybe. saying so many words and yeah. you have to remember it and shit. Yeah. I'm yeah. just complaining. <laughs> no, but it's, I mean, that's the reason we're doing this. It takes right. way more preparation. Like my voice now, yeah. I would die. I'd be like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's, that's another thing if you're a vocalist or a rapper. 
uh, or I guess comedian too. Got to take like, care of your voice. Yeah, your voice. You got to be drinking that tea, which is why we have this podcast. Dad's drinking tea. Com- on a comedian Friday. dads drinking tea <laughs> in garages. Who's, yeah. Who's your Copyright favorite? Pending. Who's your favorite freaking top three? Not favorite, but like comedians that inspired you. Um. Well, I, th- uh, you know, it's top three. Obviously, I have to have Chappelle in there. Oh, my God. I have to have um, George Carlin in there. I have to have... Animals. Yeah. And then who's the other person? Um, Like, maybe one that's kind of obscure in a way. Like, that's like, hmm. Like, maybe not even like that good. Well, I, I always you. say this. I always say this, and it feels weird because she wasn't a stand-up comic. But when I was a kid, do you know the name Carol Burnett? You might be too young. So Carol Burnett was she had a situational. Think of, think of the Chappelle Show, but if it was a goofy old white lady. That was the Carol Burnett. That was the Carol Burnett show. And when I was a kid, I think that was one of the early impressions of humor on me was because she does goofy face like her eyes get big and she's like <laughs> she's really physical and yeah and she's funny and she was always playing the w- what's the like the gaff like something bad was always happening to her oh yeah, yeah. it so was like almost like a cartoon worry, worry, yeah, yeah. it was almost like a cartoon so i know he, as far as humor goes that probably made an impression on me you know um, what i like hicks too so i like the the streaming consciousness guys who go up there and then they just talk and they talk and they try to expand your mind yeah um so and I'll I'll tolerate that. You know, there's all these conversations. So it's just so fascinating to be in this scene with creator creative people who, who focus on humor. Yeah. Because there's so many different philosophies you hear from people. And a lot of the things you hear are people talk about word economy. I've heard this word hundreds of times the in the last that? year or so. So word economy is basically don't waste your time, right? Meaning what's the... What's the premise and what's the punch? And so you know what? Uh, so Atu gave me some notes this week. And he said, um, one of the things he told me is my pacing. I'm too slow. And I agree with that. Yeah. So he said, your, your, your premise is you're kind of going. And then, and then the punch will be like a bonk. Petering out. Yeah. So he says, you really need to think of your premise punch as like a ringing of a doorbell. Ding, dong. Ding, dong. So your premise needs to be very concise, and then the punch needs to come quickly. So I, I really liked that note, and I agree that I've always felt that my pacing is slow, but I also feel that in life I talk slow. I'm a, I'm a person who will either pause or stutter a little bit or think before I talk. So slowness is part of who I am, so I need to make that work in my act, but I also understand that I, people won't wait around for me. They're only going to give you so much time, and yes. if you aren't making me laugh, I'm going to talk with my friend. So um, so where am I going with this? So I hear this word, word economy, word which economy. is like get to the point as quickly as possible. Get to the punch as quickly as possible. Balance it out. Right. And so that's we what thought we did talk about this Okay, uh, at, at Off the Hook, I think. Oh, we did? And so or somewhere we did. So, so my thing is some of my favorite guys to listen to are kind of meandering. If yeah. you listen to Bill Hicks, like you said, he's me. It's not. It's not premise punch. Premise punch. Premise punch. He's just getting up there and and almost like ter- telling a narrative. You know what I noticed? Uh. Don't lose your train of thought. Sorry, but no. Effortlessly, uh. he does those ding dong, set up punch, set up punch. Oh, so easily yeah. that he throws them out. He throws them out at them. Yeah, and they're fucking going crazy, and he's looking at them just like. So he, and then that I think that's why, when he tries the bigger shit, yeah, and starts meandering and yeah. starts not giving a fuck about, because he already has those, like he could just pull those out any second, right? Be like, oh, so you guys want the classics, huh? You want this and that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could do the setup punch real quick, and I think b- me and you and probably all the other people that are already doing comedy for a long time, like fifteen years, yeah. They prob- they could probably do that too. They could tell a story, yes, and just fucking up and down, yeah. And then they could also just be like the ding oh, dong, yeah, bing bong, bing bong. Well, so what I was gonna say is, 
I don't always agree with word economy because the other guy, so Bill Hicks, the other person who I, w- uh, one of his specials, I've watched probably five times. It's one of my favorite specials of all time. Um, David Chappelle's um, Bird, is it Bird Revolution? Dave Chappelle, when he was in the belly room. Do you remember that one? Do you have Netflix? Okay. My so girlfriend does. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as long as yeah, you have access to Netflix. Oh a lot yeah. of us, yeah, a lot of people play that game where they have access, but they don't. Yeah. Um. So uh, he is in the belly room, and he's doing a lot of his, and it's a special. It's a special. Yeah, but most of. What, what year was this? Uh, I want to like say like 2018. Oh, shit. Maybe so 2019. It's a one, huh? It was it's it was his third. You know how in Netflix he's on his either fifth or sixth one. Yeah, I think it was the third. Okay. Well, where I'm going with this whole thing is, and obviously Dave Chappelle can do whatever the fuck Dave Chappelle wants to do. Because exactly. He's a master. But I never felt like I was getting a traditional stand-up set. I felt like he was telling us something. Yeah. I don't know what the message was, which is why I watched it over and over again. Because I, I wasn't sure what he was trying to tell us. But it's there was subliminal, an maybe. It was an encoded message. Yes. It was, there was an encoded message that he was telling us. And there were laughs. He did silly. He does like these things where he goes big, and then he comes back, and he shrinks da- back down. <laughs> um, and gets quiet, you know. Like, he's dynamic. He's yeah, got dynamics. Yeah. Where it's not all just, hey, I'm talking like this. Sometimes he's like, and then he and then he'll go. So anyway, experience. The that's years and years. It's almost probably it's probably subconscious. But the, but so for me, I am. We you or asked me who my favorite guys were. I guess where I'm trying to get at is, I hope that as I continue to do stand up comedy, I hope I'm not just always trying to go ding dong, ding dong, ding. Yes. Dong. I hope I'll be able to tell a story long form and maybe it takes me 10 minutes to get to the ah. i'm sure there'll be you'll have to always have laughs along the way and i yeah. think that's the way this Chappelle special went i think he was getting laughs but people but ultimately people were captivated by the story he was telling yeah so that's the point i'm trying to g- get at is i want to be able to tell stories i want to be funny but i want to be able to tell stories where people were genuinely interested in listening and laughing when the, there's opportunities to laugh. You know what the you know what one thing is at the end that you want them to do too mm. is remember that shit. Yeah. Well, that's what Joey Diaz said too. He's like, I want them to laugh, but I want them to remember that shit mm. forever. Yeah. So you picked up on that, Dave Chappelle. I'm I'll have to watch that one now. Yeah, I think it's called Bird. Equanimity or, or equanimity and bird revolution or something like that. So he has the funny stuff in there, right? He has yes. the stories. He has the moods, the ups and downs. When you watch a movie, what does it have? It's not all one thing. No. It's drama. Someone passes away. Oh, my God, the best friends fight. It's just a fucking ride up roller and coaster. down. It's a roller coaster. Yeah. And I'm trying to do that in my sets, too, sometimes. Yeah. You know, I'll just... Well, I'm still a baby at it. Yeah, we're babies. We're babies at it. We're basically, what we're doing right now is we're providing a point of view of someone who's just struggling to try and understand what it's all about. Um, But, yeah, you definitely, you bring the energy. What I wanted to say also is to give you a compliment. Um, When I've been watching you perform more recently, I notice the improvements. But I can't tell you. I can't tell you what they are. That's what's really frustrating about this thing. Cause so here, like let's make an analogy. Okay. If you're a drummer and you start on the drum kit, right? Yes. And you're playing, you might be able to play the basic like four on the floor, maybe like A C D C type thing. Right? <laughs> That's funny you mentioned that. I always use that as like, oh, you want to do A C D C drums on this song? Because yeah. <laughs> it's just this din 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 it's yeah, the yeah. simplest shit ever. But, uh, but I imagine that's how most drummers start, right? Yeah. Okay, so you say, you play that and you, you're struggling, right? Yo, hell yeah. Like maybe, you're, you, maybe your foot's a little bit off with your hand, whatever. And then a year later, you play that same song and you can say, oh, everything's in time, everything's in the pocket. And yeah. so there's noted improvement. You c- I can't say that with comedy because yeah. we still bomb regularly. 
But there's something there that's more funny or more engaging or more interesting than there was a year ago. Wow. Wow. Right? Yeah, yeah. And so I can't see that in myself either, but I have to just see this is a this is an act of faith what we're doing. Well, no, but you what what I could say that I like about you is that you started slowing down. Yeah. But maybe you slowed down too much. Maybe that's yeah. why Atu said that. 